back to Bachelorette Buds with Kate and Marcy. I have to say happy birthday to Marcy. I want to hear I want to hear all about your birthday weekend. You turned 31. How does it feel did, to be in your 30s officially? I know I'm like in my 30s now, not just 30. <laughs> I actually share a birthday with Caitlin Bristow too. Oh, so, no big deal. Happy Yeah, so happy birthday to former bachelorette Caitlin. Um <laughs> So it was a real, it was a good birthday. I mean, I feel like it was a crazy weekend. I don't know if you can hear from my voice. I am fighting a little bit of a cold tonight um, as we're recording. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, I think I went a little too hard for being a 31 year old now. So <laughs> that's what we love to hear. But I guess it was like a good sign of, you know, the world opening back up. I was able to go out and celebrate. I, it was funny. So I actually, I'll tell a quick story. So I, this weekend was just absolutely insane. I wasn't really able to plan any like specific birthday celebrations because I had a baby sprinkle on Friday night in the suburbs. And then I had a another girl's birthday party Friday night. And then Saturday I had another baby shower for a cousin. And then, you know, I went to dinner for my birthday. So I, it was, I kind of felt like, oh, I'm going to be running around a lot. I didn't want to plan anything, but it ended up being like a really nice weekend. That's great. And your boyfriend surprised you with your family. That's adorable. Yeah. He had some really good surprise. So we went to this birthday party and I have to say, um, so the birthday party was for one of my boyfriend's best friends, girlfriends who I really like. And she's like the sweetest girl ever. And they, Brian, my boyfriend and Lexi, who the girl, um, the girl whose birthday party it was for, they got me a cake and it was just so nice. I felt really bad because I was stealing like her thunder on her birthday party. How old was she turning? So it was her golden birthday party because her birthday is actually next weekend. It's she's turning 28. Okay. Okay. Youth has her life and just all ahead of her. (laughs) Um, And it was actually funny because they like didn't have candle, like regular candles. So I had to blow out the 28 and I was like, wow, I feel like I'm turning 28. Yeah, let's rewind. (laughs) And then we went to the bars and it was, no joke, my first time to a bar since COVID. So I haven't been to a bar since before March 2020. How how did you feel? What did did you, what were you thinking when you stepped back into the bar life? Oh, it just felt so right. We just like went right back into it. (laughs) We went to like the dirtiest bar too. I don't know for anyone from Chicago, we went to Lottie's. Have you been there? Um, It sounds familiar. I'm sure I've been there and I may not remember is what I'm thinking. <laughs> it is so fun, but you have to wait in line for like ever to get in. And it's I, worth like, the wait. It's so worth the wait. They have like the best music. Okay. Everyone is just like on top of each other. It was like the best way to break in post COVID, like just breathing on each other. Um, definitely was like really hungover Saturday morning, but um, I like almost got into an altercation. What? <laughs> no. Not Which you. is not. I don't believe it. No. Marcy and I are very anti-confrontational. But okay, so I am, but I'm also not. I feel like my like really good friends know that I have this side where I just like get like psycho. And okay. Tell us like, more. So you need like, to go on The Bachelor is what you're <laughs> So, okay, should I tell the story? Yeah, yes. Okay. Everyone's hooked now. Okay, so we get to the bars and it was like 11.50. So they were like, oh, this line's going to be like an hour. And I was like, well, let's just wait because we're having fun. 
the other people from the party weren't there yet. I was like, let's just wait. We'll go inside. We'll have one drink and then we'll go home. So the line ended up being much shorter than an hour. We got up to the door like shortly after midnight. So at this point, I'm like fully in. It's my birthday mode. Of course. <laughs> like haven't been to a bar in forever. So I'm like just soaking it all in. Everyone in the line had sang me happy birthday at midnight. And they were chanting, chanting 21, actually. <laughs> so I finally got to the door, and it was, like, one of those one-in, one-out situations. So you couldn't go in until, okay. like, people were leaving. And I just thought like people get really anxious. And I was yes. the first person at the door. Like, I was the next person who was going to be able to go in. And this girl walks out, like, halfway through the door, and she's, like, got a drink in her hand. And the bouncer was, like – you know, you have to – you can't bring that out here. And she's, like, oh, well, I'm just, like, stepping outside to – you know, talk to this guy or whatever. And he's like, well, okay, then go put your drink inside and you can come back out. And instead of going inside, she stands in the doorway and is chugging, not chugging, but like very daintily drinking this drink, just taking her time. So I get annoyed because I'm ready to go in and I go in or out. And <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like, excuse me. And I was like, um, it's my birthday. Like, I want to get in. Are you in or out? And she was like, honey, it's a lot of girls' birthdays in there. <laughs> I don't remember what happened next. Like, we were obviously like, chirping back and forth at each other. Oh and she was also like, I mean, I'm 5'2". This girl was probably shorter than me. She was probably like 5'1 or 5'2". We were like these two small girls just like, fighting this line. And she goes, all of a sudden, I don't remember what I said, but she put her hands on me, like on both my arms and goes, what? Well, she goes, well, happy birthday to you. Like fake nice, like you know, wishing you the best, like happy mm -hmm. birthday. So I like, my blood was boiling. I go, get your hands off me. Do not touch me. Step like, get away from me. And she would not get her hands off me. And I was like, if you do not get your hands off me. What was the bouncer doing? Just standing there? He was just standing there. And I finally looked at Brian, my boyfriend. I go, say something to her. And he was like, I'm not going to, he's like, this big guy. He's like, I'm not going to like yell at this yeah, little yeah. girl. Like I'm going to get kicked out. <laughs> so long story short I ended up getting in um and she like tried telling on me to the bouncer again and I don't remember what happened to her but we didn't see each other inside or else I'm sure we would have been chirping again that's amazing wow what a story yeah so sorry that was long but hopefully no, it's, less it's hostility birthday. the rest of 31 it's a birthday story I love it <laughs> okay congrats to you Kate while I'm, like, getting in bar fights, Kate's <laughs> running a half marathon. <laughs> I did. I ran my third half marathon. It did not go as well as my first two, which I also attribute to being 31. <laughs> um, I did it in two hours and 25 minutes, which it's fine. It's good. I walked a little bit. And I think my, that's amazing. You know, yeah. it's. I would walk the whole thing. It was very hilly. It was in Michigan. Um, it was in northern Michigan. So it was just a lot different from the Indianapolis one. That's very flat and nice. And um, it was a lot smaller. And like the Indy one has all these people cheering you on the whole time. So um, it was Were people very, not cheering on the sidelines? Like there was a little bit of it. But I mean, there was only 700 people who ran it. And the Indy Mini is like, oh, okay. I think the Indy Mini is like 100,000. Yeah. It's huge. Like it's, it's huge. So. People that come from all over the country to run it. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's the second biggest in the country, even. So um it was it was really fun. My father-in-law beat me 
for the third time he is gonna be like 67 and he keeps like literally he runs faster than I do it is so funny but that like gives us hope though you know just because we're 31 doesn't mean it's downhill exactly and I can't use that as an excuse because here's my 67 year old father-in-law like just creaming me in this half marathon so anyway um it was really fun okay so there's so much I need to say about tonight bachelor recap (laughs) There's so much I need to say, um, but first let's talk Batch Nation news. Um, so this morning, Rachel Lindsay had an article come out. She wrote like an op-ed for New York Magazine. Um, I sent it to Marcy. I sent it to Marcy while I was reading it, not realizing it's really, really long. Um, and it's very good. I highly recommend it. It's a good it. read. It wasn't it's, like a chore yeah. to read. It was good. Exactly. And all of a sudden I was reading it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been like straight reading this for 20 minutes now. Um, anyway, yes, you sh- everyone should read it. It's very clear. She is, she's done with, with Bachelor Nation. I, I don't blame her, but there's a lot of, um, kind of like insider stuff. Um, there's frustrations that we knew that she felt, but also like other things behind it, I would say. But I do encourage everyone to read it because it does open your eyes to a lot of what she's been through and her side of things. And it, in the article, she talks about a lot of missed opportunities in Bachelor Nation. And I totally agree with a lot of them when she brings them up. It's just – it's she gets really into the behind the scenes. It's really good. I think – what did you – on the Vulture site if you don't have a New York. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it was – I was totally guilty of this too. I really liked Peter from her season who came in second place. You did. I was medium on him. And she she really gets into how they like robbed her. And now she looking back. Him. Looking, what did she say? Oh my gosh. She was like a preteen haircut or something she said about him. No, no. That was about Peter Weber. The Peter on oh, her season. Yes. Okay. She I also loved him ripped too. him. And I mean, which that's fine. Like, that's technically your ex-boyfriend, I guess it would be. But, um, you know, he's kind of totally stayed out of Bachelor Nation. He doesn't really have anything to do with it at all. And she says how they, you know, portrayed Peter as this awesome guy. And, you know, why why did they break up and not, like, focusing on her and Brian's love story? And that – that really is true. Like they got married. Her and Brian got married. They're one of the mo- like success stories. That did make me sad to read. Here that, like, they are because you don't think about Rachel and Brian. You no, just think you really about don't. Rachel. Yeah, and it's sad because it does seem like they have this very great relationship where they just like mutually respect each other. They both have really awesome jobs. Yeah, I yeah. do wish we saw more of their love story. Um, and I did forget that every time he walked in, they would play this like Latin music. I I know the the things that she pointed out. Anyway, everyone should go read it. It's um it's really good. The second bit of news: Lauren and Ari had their twins, and she was very pregnant for a long time. Very pregnant. Um, yeah, had it, she? It was so funny. She had this huge, huge belly, and she, she's so tiny. But um, the names are a bit crazy. I not I into them. No. Do you want to? I don't even know how to say that. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm saying these right. I apologize to these twins if I'm not. But <laughs> Senna, S E N N A, and Lux. I think Senna's a girl. Lux is a boy. Lux is the real big like no for me. It's a big no. That's like okay. 
personally, I'm not into super, super, the super, super trendy name thing. The no. celebrity thing. I just, I grew up having a weird name and I like hated it into my 20s. Really? You know, my name's Marcy, but my real name is Marcella. And I feel like it was always such a pain to like, like, oh, my name, you know, call me Marcy. And everyone else at school had names like Brittany. Emily. Ashley. Yeah. There were all these like very normal names. I was the only, like one of the only people with like a quote unquote weird name. But now I feel like my name wouldn't even be that weird. Oh, no, no. Yours is now it doesn't even stand out. Yeah. I've always thought my name, my name is just Kate. I don't go by like Catherine or Caitlin or anything. So I've always been like, my name is so boring. But you know what? I've grown to love it because it's really easy and nobody screws it up. Yeah. I think your name's cute. And I don't know. It's just so interesting. Now people like, I guess people like make stuff up for names. No. Yeah. Like Lux is not a name, but hey. I guess we shouldn't baby name shame people. Yeah. Congrats to the couple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. (laughs) Lauren does look amazing. Like, I don't know who has a baby and looks that good. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, Okay. So thoughts on tonight. I I just like have to come into this apologizing for absolutely talking shit about Michael so much. (laughs) I'm like beyond sorry about that, but I, he, he was a different person. We saw a different side of him tonight. Clearly he was very nervous when we saw him previously and he was acting like pretty strange and kind of goofy. Um, and I could actually see him and Katie together. I mean, she was smitten. I, yeah, this episode, I felt really bad. I was like, this guy is really nice. This guy's he, amazing. It's like he really loved his wife and yeah. he is just a gem and I feel really bad because like I mean I do think he was acting really weird last week. I'm not gonna take back yeah. that. I mean given the con- I think it's like one of those things where if you know him you're like oh that's just that's just Michael. He's yeah. just being Michael. Yeah he's just being Michael. Okay my but- second thing we'll we'll get we'll get to Michael. My second thing is Justice for John, the bartender. What the heck happened? Okay. Can I say How something? in the world did this happen? She was so into him. Yes, please say okay, it. So do you remember a couple um, episodes ago, or I don't remember if I told you this or if I saw it on the podcast, but I read a spoiler where it was like, I know the guy's location and job. So once I like see him and know his job, I'll know who the winner is. Yes. Yes, yes. So this spoiler must have been fake because it was like, it wasn't like spoiler, he wins, but apparently Katie was at the bar that John bartends at. So people were speculating that he won. Oh, this was before her episode aired. Um, and I didn't know who the bartender was yet, but I was like, I have to keep my out for the bartender if he's the rumored winner, but he went home. So that must've meant nothing. Okay. Okay. So we'll get into all that, but I just have to say those were my two like thoughts that I had to say before we get started. <laughs> I thought this episode was good. There was a Me lot. Too. It was much better than last week. Um, there's a there's a lot to unpack. I think when it so we start out and there's a rose ceremony. It's after the Carl kind of blow up. He's so weird. Um. So my first thought in this episode is Greg has to win. When he comes out to like comfort her and stuff, first of all, why didn't any of the other guys do this? Duh. Like, <laughs> and I just think 
I think he has to win. But then, I, I don't know. I, then later in the episode, I kind of forgot about Greg, so maybe not. I don't know. See, I could see Michael winning after tonight. See, there's something about Greg I don't buy. I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that gets really, really far, goes all the way to fantasy suites, and then he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to get married. I don't know if I'm, I can do this. I could see that. I could very much see that. Um, Especially knowing he took those acting classes. And I've heard there's a bunch of TikToks going I've around. I've heard this too. That he's like a serial ghoster. We do not support ghosting on this podcast. Both of us have so many stories <laughs> about being ghosted. And one of them, you guys, is by the same freaking guy. <laughs> And I know that you didn't think we'd get into this tonight. <laughs> true story. Oh, it's a true story. So anytime <laughs> I hear about ghosting, it like seriously pisses me off. Oh, it triggers me. It really does because I think there's just so many ways that you can be like, I'm not interested. I don't want a girlfriend. There are so many different things that you can say. Because I've had guys be ghosting. like brutally honest too. And you're like, wow, that sucks, but I'm not. Like then I can move on the next day. I'm not, I'm not like staring at my phone. Like I bet his phone fell on the toilet. That's yeah, what it is. Your mind comes up with the craziest reasons. I'm like, you know what? Maybe like he got stuck at work and you know, then he's For like five days shopping. Straight. Yeah. I'm like going through his schedule about why he like can't reach out and say hello. No, it's so bad. Like if he, if he likes you, if he wants to reach out, he will. That's the bottom line. Take it from me, everyone. Yeah. But yeah, me in my 20s, I was like, that's not the reason. There's no possible way. I think and and now it's so easy to ghost people. And that's what people do. I mean, hey, girls do it too. So So that's another thing. I do feel like Greg is like this guy in his 20s. He I'm sure every guy on that is a contestant on this show has ghosted a girl. Um, but I just think it's interesting that there's so many stories out there about it because mm -hmm. he must do it that much that it wasn't just like one or two girls right there's something to be said if there's all these tiktoks and then i've heard that some of the tiktoks don't name anyone and i now, heard that now everyone's just like assuming it's him so maybe there's someone i mean maybe it was thomas who went on a date right before coming to filming oh my gosh i i have so much to say about thomas too okay okay let's, let's get go. through the rose ceremony because yes. let's get so the much rose happened ceremony. i want to get your thoughts on what mike p did okay so I asked this question on our Instagram as well, because I was a really big fan of what Mike P did. Okay. I liked it as well. I would personally never have the guts to do that. Never. Like but absolutely I do, never. I do think that he was being genuine about it. I do too. And okay. Can I just say before they even went to the rose ceremony and everyone's clearly pissed at Carl because he gets the cocktail party canceled it's so early so many guys are gonna go home unnecessarily because of this drama and he's in the other room like shadow boxing getting ready to fight people and it was the most unintimidating shadow boxing <laughs> he was like doing like little kicks it was like when a little kid is like look at my trick hey mom look yeah <laughs> like no no seriously look at this <laughs> like you are not scaring these guys off um i also love how he's like the military is gonna have to come yes. get me out here. I'm like, why would you joke about that? Like, You're like this probably isn't funny. No, no. Like, oh my God. Okay. Um, I just, 
I did so, yeah, think it was I, interesting that Mike P of all people did it. <laughs> I do too because he was like he's very emotional. He was crying yeah. previously, which is, you know, that's fine. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen that in the history of like at least me watching this show, someone get called out in the middle of a rose ceremony and they're like, All right, who agrees? And all the guys have to nod. Yeah. That's so uncomfortable. How I was embarrassing watching, would that be? I was watching and some of them, I don't know if it was the editing though, because not all of them were nodding. I mean, like almost, no. almost all of them were, but Aaron didn't. Didn't nod? He didn't nod, but he was standing right next to him. So I don't know if he was like, I'm uncomfortable because I'm like right next to this guy. I feel like Aaron was the one like yelling at him though too. Aaron he was. I, I can't. Okay. So then we get to the final rows and we had Aaron still left. We had bartender John. We had Carl. We had a couple other random guys. But I'm like, oh my gosh, because I thought she was going to pick Carl. I thought it was going to be a classic. I did. I thought it was a producer pick. Line. Yep. I'm like, no, please don't do this. Which um, I like because I like that she's not keeping the bad apples just to keep them around. She must be like, this is my show. We're doing what I want. Yes. I just can't. I can't wrap my head around the bartender John thing because remember she – she said he was her type. Yeah, she was like so into him and like watched him walk away and stuff. Do you think it was like a Spencer situation where you're just like so infatuated and then you finally talk and there's nothing? It must have been because he wasn't even – I guess he was Shown on – much. Oh, he was on the wrestling date. Yeah, maybe, so they must have she had, thought he was too wimpy or something. Yeah, or they must have had a conversation that just like was not flowing. Yeah. So that, but that was sad because I did really like him. I thought he was so smiley and happy. Um, but I thought it was a little intense when Aaron said Carl should have been quote unquote exterminated a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So Aaron, Aaron's got to be like six foot six, potentially oh, yeah. taller. <laughs> I heard this term, Marcy. It's called tall guy energy. And it's just I love tall guy energy. Something that you're very much about. And Aaron's <laughs> tall guy energy. <laughs> um, I agree. I think so. I actually like Aaron. Oh my God. <laughs> How and why? I don't know if it's just because now I'm like Thomas is a villain. So who's the next tall guy? No, I'm just kidding. It's not it. I really I honestly think he seems like someone that is gonna have like a very like alpha male personality but he seems almost like a guy you'd meet in Chicago like not overly suave like New York California type vibe um but still really confident I could see this okay he seems like a like just a really confident yuppie guy from Chicago um, um he reminds me of Dale a little bit I don't see that yeah I don't know I was getting some Dale thoughts maybe just because he's so tall but he just seems like authoritative he seems mature I think I like him so far. I, the only problem is I do feel like he's involved in every single drama. Yes, that's, where, kind that's of, why I don't like him. And I'm kind of like, okay, just like stay out. You had your drama with the guy who went home. Yeah, but now he has drama with Thomas and now he has drama. Like it's um, – okay, so let's talk about Carl going home. That was one of like the most awkward scenes on this show I've ever seen, I think. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. He was just like lurking. Like why it, would he just lurk? Was he not like and then, was he thinking about if he wanted to say bye to her or not? I don't I don't know. And honestly, 
did anyone else I was like ready to cry for Katie I felt like I don't know why I felt so bad for her she looked like she was gonna cry yeah like in her just kind of like staring at him it wasn't a sad moment it should have been like a powerful like yes I did this and I listened to these guys who mainly agreed but I just felt so bad for her in that moment I don't know what it was I can't describe it I think she felt maybe just like embarrassed like okay yeah, there maybe, are yeah. people like there are people here who are here for the wrong reasons the way that that all went down and like Nobody's saying bye to him. He is standing there. He, like, turns around, kind of, like, looks at her. She just is, like, staring at him. And he turns around. And he just leaves. Like, oh I was like, gosh. say, like, sorry. Say something. No Would way. He, he was wasn't like, going to apologize. Heck no. Okay, I'm sorry, but I think Carl's going to, like, lose a lot of motivational speaking business if he was a <laughs> he big has motivational. He to begin for it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think this was good for his career. Well, but it probably is because we're talking about him right now and all these people know him. So sadly, I don't. Would you hire him as a motivational speaker, though? I wouldn't, but he probably will make like ridiculous. He'll probably be in paradise at some point. Oh, God, you're right. Like there's definitely. I think bartender a space for him somewhere. Yeah, but I don't think it's in the motivational speaking space. (laughs) (laughs) So. I have another question for you. Did you know that there was another Connor besides Cat Connor? Um, <laughs> only I didn't. Is that Connor C? Yes. Yes. It's Connor B and Connor C, right? Connor B is the cat. Yeah. Connor C is like very insignificant to me right now. Yes, very. I didn't know um, he existed. So who? Okay, so who's left after the roses? It was David Hunter, who, but he does weird me out. <laughs> that's why I'm like why did you pick why how could you have him over bartender John like yes oh. okay then there's Connor C Mike P the virgin Michael the dad um Connor B the cat Courtney with a Q Trey Justin Andrew M the really sweet guy who comforted her last week Christian from Boston Josh Brendan James from the box and Aaron that, mm-hmm. okay so we still have quite a few guys left. Yes, quite a few. Okay, so then shall we move into the circle of trust date? Okay, what did you think of this date? Did you think this so, was like... I was very worried because I saw all the previews that this was going to be a really heavy episode. And I was like, oh, we were just starting to have fun again. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to have a heavy episode. And it was heavy. And it was, there were some, obviously, like a few sad different moments um why Nick Bial had to lead this Marcy I'm sure you were happy to see him but I was but I hated his outfit (laughs) I was like this look is so weird okay I hated cat guy's outfit speaking about I have my first note from this and he is so small I know. I told you how short he was compared. He's probably not, though. And he just, just walks in front of the pack all proud of being. <laughs> he's like Rudy walking out of the Notre Dame. <laughs> Literally dead. Okay. Um, I think I don't like I do. It's literally Katie and I have the complete opposite taste. Like if you. <laughs> 
you could see my taste versus hers. It is like beyond different. Anyway, she has the, interesting taste. The outfit was just really bad for me. It was in one of my notes. Um, yeah, Nick Vial. Then we never really. He didn't really contribute much. Usually, he kind of like contributes more. I, yeah, I, he wasn't very humorous. No, um, I guess he, he couldn't be in this setting. It was that's pretty true. Deep. But he wasn't also very motivational. Like I didn't think he was just like I'm here to hold you guys accountable. I mean, I guess it fits because his podcast is very like, like people sharing deep oh, things true. with him, I and he about that. That. Um, so I thought it kind of fit, but also. I think they're just bringing people back, but <laughs> walking in front of the pack. That was so because oh. <laughs> I'm literally picturing it. Right he now. looked just so little and he was so proud. <laughs> he was so proud. <laughs> okay. So we find out that Hunter is a divorced dad of two. Before this, we didn't, we never really saw Hunter, right? I didn't know where this story was going. He told it. I, I, I like, really didn't either. I was like, a lot of ways. Is there an affair? What? I, I don't think there was. So I it sounded it. like he had kids and didn't prioritize them. Okay. And is that got what divorced, you got? Right. I, I don't know. And then he got divorced. Yeah. I don't think he still has a wife. Um, but that's what I got was just that he wasn't like the most present father and got divorced. And then he just like, because he of that he never wants to be hard to get money yeah them. and because of that he never wants to be divorced again okay um okay that's deep okay Aaron's I kind of missed okay so I think later when he when Thomas interrupts him later in the night portion of the date he's talking about someone having a stroke but that, okay that was, so like is that a different story I don't know I don't know at first I thought him and his girlfriend had both lost someone at the same time. So that's why they were like clinging to each other. But I did I missed who he lost and how. Okay. So maybe that has to do with this, the story he was trying to tell her when Thomas was interrupted. Okay. Yeah. I kind of missed that. Some of them, I mean, the box guy didn't even get to share. Like you heard him mm. like about to share. Like, so some of them must be. I'd be interested to see what he would have said. Insignificant. And um, at least. Connor the cat. Uh, okay. had an interesting one did you think he was gonna say something like way more serious okay not kidding this is like so dark and where my, my mind goes but i thought he was gonna say he like killed someone <laughs> oh my god I, I was kind of scared where it was going i was like or that he like hit that girl i don't know i didn't like yeah where i thought i was I going thought, and then i thought that too i i thought he was gonna say like accidentally hit her or not accidentally. I don't know. I don't know. It was like got so angry weird. and yeah. then like hit her. And I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But then he cheated on her. And I was yeah. almost relieved to hear that. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I mean, not that <laughs> not that cheating is ever good or anything, but I kind of thought it was, he was going to say he was like married and had an affair or something. I don't know. It's all serious and stuff, but like getting says- blackout drunk when you're younger and cheating on a girlfriend. Like, yes, I'm sure that's really traumatic and that's never good but i like like you said i thought it was going to be something way more like horrific yeah. yeah yeah um but it sounds like he says you know after drinking being such a big part of his life um he's a better person because of it i don't know but if then, i trust like, him he never said i stopped drinking or anything so i'm kind of like well i don't know yeah 
I don't know. I don't trust him. I'm not a big fan of the cat. Yeah. Well, she is. So she is like, she loves him. So into him. Um, another thing about him, he, I, I'm wondering if he's getting like the bachelor edit a little bit. Oh, I'm not <laughs> kidding. I am not kidding. If he's better, like I actually might not be able to watch that. I really He'd have to cast all five one girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is you just know, it, what I don't what I don't like about him and what I think would get really old is did you notice how she was like reassuring him and like telling him what a catch he was? And I'm like, you are the star and the bachelorette and you yeah. need to be hearing that from the guys. Like why I would never in my life want to be like constantly reassuring David you're so great and you're so handsome and you're such a cat. Yeah, that'd be weird. Like, and that is something that I think if that, if someone needs that constant, like that's a lifetime full of that. That's true. That's like, and I think you're not getting out of that. I think cat guy has some baggage that will need. <laughs> My take is he probably cheated on this girl and isn't over the fact that he lost someone he like probably really loved Okay. Because well, that, of that. That's nice that you're giving him the best. I hope that's it. There. I don't know. I'm just, I get, like you said, Jed vibes from him. I, I don't know. I just feel like the musician thing is never good. <laughs> no, why? I, I mean, don't you feel like if you're a mu- musician, you're like probably going on the show to create some sort of following. Yeah. Um. And I just feel like in general, musicians have this stigma of being like playboys. Yeah. Yeah. So it just makes you a little skeptical of him. And I just think he always is going in for these like really steamy makeout sessions with her. And it makes me feel like he relies on their physical chemistry rather than Mm, creating an actual connection. Okay. Well, speaking of chemistry, let's talk Thomas. I, so I, I kind of was like, okay, I mean, I'm appreciating the honesty, but the way that he was like smiling and giggling when he was, yes, that was weird. It was like so ingenuine and uncomfortable and just made it 10 times worse. I feel like it started out and I was like, okay, Thomas, I can appreciate the honesty because who honestly at this point would go on this show and isn't thinking of. Okay, if I were to be Bachelor, if I yeah. were to be. Yeah. Like, I think – I heard this on a different podcast, but I think a lot of people now go on this show and it's like, okay, well, if I fall in love, great. If not, I now have this following that I can fall back onto. And even like Bachelor in Paradise, you probably right. think, oh, I could go on that and make this much after that. Um, so, so I feel like yeah. I appreciated his – honesty about that but then it kept going and going and going and it was almost like all right stop talking now please like, right cut yourself off right but she didn't seem to mind or be like affected by it um see I thought her face was getting like the more he went on she started to look a little bit more like eh. yeah the guys looked pissed I guess I see I think that's editing though I guess later that's she true. kind of did question him but um Okay, so let's but talk that about- really prompted a bad situation with the guys, which right. 
Well, let's talk about Katie's story. What did you think the guy's reaction was like? Um, You know, I thought the guys, I always feel like guys can be a little bit awkward with that. I don't think because as a male, you don't have the same, um, like, okay, if this were me, how would I feel? Because I think when she was telling this, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, just think of how many parties you've been to. And like any girl could find themselves in that situation. It's scary. Um, And it sounds like this happened 10 years ago. So she was like 20. It just makes you like that's so young. Yeah, um, yeah. They all hugged after, and I thought it was weird. So I you couldn't tell who it was because they were in a huddle. But someone goes, "That was heavy," and I thought that was a little bit like, uh, well, obviously it was heavy. Yeah, I thought that um, she said that maybe. I thought it was a male's voice. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and I thought that, and she was like, "Ha ha, yeah, like she yeah, yeah." She kind of like giggled or something. Um, but I do think it's important for young girls who watch the show to hear that stuff. Um, because it's important that girls know like what is and isn't okay. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm glad they aired it. Yeah, me too. Me too. So then we go over to Michael and we finally hear his story, which Marcy touched on last week, and we just didn't know at the time. It was rumored that he was a widower. Is that right? A widower? You're right. Um can I just say that Michael looks so much better with a beard? Yes. <laughs> Doesn't he? He um, looks like a different person. Anyway, he tells the story to Mike P. and another guy who I don't really know, but they were really sweet about it. They were and really I, nice. And they were – they just seemed like friends and stuff. But um, I thought I, – I kind of – it was like kind of foreshadowing, right, that he was going to get the one-on-one? I thought so. Um, or I thought they were setting it up to be like, oh, he has a story to tell and then he doesn't get the one-on-one. And then it's like, oh, I really wanted to share that or something. Um, but I'm glad he had the chance to tell her the story because we kind of got the story from both him telling the guys and him telling her. Um, yeah, I, I actually – that's a great point. I really appreciated hearing – him tell like kind of maybe his close friends and then also hearing him tell Katie. I thought that was really cool how they did that. It makes me think maybe he wins because they gave him a lot of context. Oh, oh wow. Cause they I were mean, like, I was shocked at how much chemistry they had at the end. I was like, what? Same. What is happening right now? Okay. So to summarize, he met his wife in 2003. So he was like 19 cause he's 36 right now. So and he, he said was, he was on a, he was on campus, so I assume like that means he was freshman in year of high school, college, yeah. yeah. And he lost her two years ago from breast cancer. Um, and he's only told his wife that he loved her. That is so tough. Can you imagine? Like, I do feel bad for calling him weird last week because I think he's a sweetheart. <laughs> I just think he's like really, really genuine and like actually there. I thought it was so interesting that he said, um, well, I want my son to have a happy dad. Like the oh. way that he's looking at it versus the way that like a terrible person like myself is like, why are you here if you have kids? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh gosh, that that makes total sense. And like, yeah, the way that he was explaining stuff, I'm just like, he okay, said so many things. I was just deal. like, yeah, I love what he said. I realize that, you know, my next love needs to be unique and like our own. It's not going to compare to 
like they're totally different relationships. Yes. And I, just, I loved that. And I thought Katie handled it so oh great. Oh my gosh. Katie's response was amazing. And so many girls would be insecure about that. Like, can you imagine? And You're she already... acknowledged her. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like very, very um, telling of how mature Katie is, how mature Michael yeah. is. And at first, uh, um, during the day portion of the date, I was like, oh, they're, this is weird. They're just like friends. And then they started like making out at the end. And then we got to the night portion. And then I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think she is like falling in love with him. Yeah. And she- I love what else? She also said something else like, I know the weight of every rose because I'm also offering it to James, your yes. son. Oh my God. Like, you guys are. And that perfect. wasn't like fake or like. No, too gushy. It was like so sweet. I thought actually. Oh my gosh. It was yeah. So genuine. I wonder. Okay. I think he's either going to win or could we have another Jason Mesnick on our hands? I where was it's just, just like the beloved dad that just going to say the next bachelor, but I don't even know if he'd want to do that. And I think he's too like pure for paradise. I don't really see him doing. Oh that. yeah. But I hope he stays pure. I, I know. really like him. The other thing is like, okay, then he could might be a lot easier for him to like go home and date people and he's more like yeah okay this is my story you probably saw it on the bachelor i don't have to like i mean obviously he'll tell them at some point but it's kind of just like a way for him to meet other women i guess if he doesn't win if he doesn't win it this like is a horrible term but it makes it more marketable i guess yes yes girls are gonna know who he is you don't have to like kind of seek it out right Dating is hard enough. Yes. Without a kid. And without like not... this deep, passionate backstory that. Yeah. I, yeah. It, and it's going to take a very special woman, like, like, like we Katie just said. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's deep. Okay. I'm rooting for him. I want to go back to Katie's style. Okay. I go back to, I just want to talk about it because we weren't talking about it and I'm bringing it up. I. Who is dressing her? Like, who is doing this to her? It, it is really like, hard to make her look bad. And they're making, like, they literally, that outfit at the Rose, or sorry, okay. Her outfit at the, after the group date, like the short sleeve dress. Oh, I liked that one. What? <laughs> I know. I actually was like, okay, weirdly, I feel like this one's kind of cute. I don't know why. I actually was like, I couldn't decide. And then I saw like a full body thing of it. And I was like, I think I like this outfit. Okay. So then she had the jacket and I thought it was like, like the guys gave her a jacket. Was it not? No. Chelsea (gasps) was texting me. She's like that jacket. And I was like, no, I think like a guy. And she was like, that's what I thought. I don't think so. I think it was like a legit jacket that she was wearing. Oh, then that's not cute. No, 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 no. Guys, correct correct me if I'm wrong on that. But because then she wore it, she had it. Yeah, I just assumed it was a guy's jacket. I think that was part of the outfit. The the other thing, which I'm not, this is like, I actually find this really interesting because it shows that she's just like quite normal compared to the other bachelorettes who get really glammed up. Like she's just wearing literally basic ponytails with like basic rubber bands that like I have in right now. Whereas, like, Taysha would have, you know, like a little braid or something 
making it like a glamorous ponytail. Exactly. Or, or like Jojo famous curls. And yeah, you just look back on everyone else's. Remember oh. she had a ponytail when she got the limo night one though at Nemecolon. I remember being like, who is this girl that just like threw her hair back? Oh, really? I don't remember. Yeah. That. <laughs> or maybe she put it back halfway through the night. But I remember her wearing a ponytail and being like, this girl does not care. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Cause I'm like torn. Cause I'm like, okay, that's really refreshing that you're just going to wear a ponytail and like truly not care. But also I want you to be a little bit more glammed up. <laughs> I do like it. I think it's different. Like we're so used to this franchise being all yes. people. Yeah. Being yes. like people that I'm like, Oh, this just makes me feel bad. Cause I'm sitting here eating cinnamon toast crunch watching this show <laughs> and everyone else is like, you know, size double zero perfect skin. Right. right. Um, yes, I agree. It's past 11. It's past our bedtime. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, you guys, last thing. A lot of people reached out and said, yes, they do remember Lance Bass wanting to go to space and wasting a bunch of money on it. And I feel very validated. <laughs> I was so happy when other people were like, wait, yes, I totally remember that. So thanks for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week. Oh, 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 oh,